0: I don't know if you're beginning to feel that expectation of a new year, or not. I am, uh, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm thinking about last year, and I mean, you know, it wasn't that great, but uh, I things really didn't change a whole lot in my life as far as physical needs or anything like that. I, um, you know. I know there were a few people around, you know, in our family and around us that have passed because of the COVID, but life goes on. And I just want you to think about something. If you take that which is negative and add that which positive to it, you get a spark. Hallelujah. So I want you to begin to think about this, like Tara said, add some positive to this negative and begin to see a spark, something ignite in our lives. Uh, You know, I don't want to be a killjoy, but... um, if the Lord tarries, it's going to get a lot worse than it was this year. <laughs> There's going to be tribulation as such as never been seen, is what the Bible says. And I'm not going to get into that today, but I want you just to realize how blessed we are uh, even through what we've gone through this year. You know, God, uh, when he was born, Isaiah said, you know, the, a virgin will conceive and you bear a son and you shall name him Emmanuel, for God is with us. You know, and what Jesus said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. He's still here. Uh, He has not left us. And, uh, you know, he never was born and stayed as a baby. He grew up, lived his life, completed his work. You may have been saved, but are you growing up in Christ? Are you fulfilling the will of God for your life? is your bread to do the will of him who has sent you, who is God, Jesus Christ. I want to talk about Moses a little bit this morning and how his life relates to your life and my life. First of all, the name Moses means drawn out. I want you to think about that. You have been drawn out. You know something special about this? He was drawn out before he became the leader of Israel. He was chosen or maybe called before he was chosen. I don't know which way to put that. But God had a special plan for Moses just as he has a special plan for your life. I'm going to go back to chosen. I believe he has chosen us from the beginning. Have we listened? Have we heard that call? I believe many of us have. But I want you to think about Moses. He was called as a young baby. Hallelujah. Even before he realized that he was an Israelite in a sense because he went into the care and keeping of the princess of Egypt. I don't know how old he was. I'm thinking probably three, four, something in that age. I don't know for sure. I want you just to think about Moses. When he got to the age that he could have been really living high in the palaces of Egypt, his mind began to realize that, hey, this isn't where I belong. And maybe that's the way your life has been. Maybe you've lived part of your life thinking, you know, well, this is pretty good. And then you begin to realize this isn't where I belong. This is not what I was meant for. This is not why I'm here on this earth. And we see that as Moses began to deal with that in his life, that he stood up and slew a man and had to run. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and commit murder (laughs) to find your way in this world. But Moses fled, and he fled into a wilderness, and he became a shepherd. He had never been a shepherd before. That was a a lowly trade, and surely a prince of Egypt would not have been a shepherd. But he learned quickly how to shepherd. And if you know anything about the story, one day, this is in chapter 3 of Exodus, excuse me, Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert. I want you to think about that. As you have been called by God and are, you know, walking in this life, God may have taken you to the backside of the desert. A place far from comfort, from the norm for you. Hallelujah. But by going to the back of the desert, guess where he ended up? The mountain of God. Mount Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. Now I want you to think about this. You know, I I know when I got saved that I did not see a flaming bush. But there was sure a fire in my heart. Something that truly drew me to God. You know, and as I was attending church as a young man, I began to hear the words of God and begin to see this fire developing and I thought I need to go see what that's all about I need to apply myself to that let my heart understand what's going on here and as Moses did I turned aside from the life that I was living to see what this great sight was all about you know And it says here in verse 4, And when the Lord saw that he, talking about Moses, turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here am I. Hopefully you've had that experience in your life. You've gotten drawn to the Lord by his word or by people's lives, whatever it takes to draw you. But as you've turned aside, God has called you. And given you opportunity to come to his throne room, to the foot of the cross. Hallelujah. And hopefully you replied, Here am I, or here I am. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. I never took off my shoes, but I knew where I was at was holy ground. I truly felt the burden of my sin lifted. The penalty for my sin lifted. And as we've been talking about, my chains were gone. I'd been set free. My God, my Savior, had ransomed me. He had rescued me, drawn me out. And I want to, you to think about Moses. Moses. God called him to a specific task and that was to deliver Israel out of Egypt. That's our calling. God has called us to bring his children out of Egypt, out of a land of bondage into the promised land. Now, you may not bring out a million or whatever Moses brought out. It may be one. Maybe one at a time and you may bring out a dozen. I don't know. We need to realize that God has called us to free His people. And His people aren't only those that are here in this church. Or in any other church. A lot of His people are still outside the church. Living in Egypt and we need to bring them out. We need to go. You may say, well, they'll never listen to me. If I do go to them, Moses said the same thing: Behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say the Lord hath not appeared unto you. And I want you to notice this. And the Lord said unto him, what is that in thy hand? What is that in thy hand? what? is in your hand this day what has God gifted you with in Moses hand was a rod and as I said before he may have in a sense maybe carried a scepter in Egypt I don't know but he had exchanged it for a rod a shepherd's rod and he was carrying that and he had learned how to shepherd you know And what more is needed to move a flock than a shepherd? So God had trained Moses how to be a shepherd just as David became a shepherd. And he also ruled the flock of Israel. But we need to realize that, you know, the enemy will come and say, well, you know, they won't listen to us. They won't hear me. And God says, what's in your hand? What do you have that you can use that you are skilled at you know which you are comfortable with you know and you know the story how that God said cast it down and it turned into a snake and he said grab it by the tail and it turned back into just that natural thing see God can take that which is natural from us and make it supernatural he can make it so when people see it they believe (laughs) hallelujah So I want to encourage you as you begin to get ready for this new year to begin to think about this. We've talked about our purpose to seek and to save that which is lost. I want you to begin to think about how that you are called. God has called you and he has gifted you. Find what your gift is, what you're good at, what that talent is that helps you to get into the presence of people and and, uh, get their attention and use it. God has gifted you for a specific purpose you know you don't have the same gifts as I do I don't have the same gifts as you some of our gifts may overlap a little bit but we are distinct and peculiar people you know it's like we were talking about in Sunday school this morning I think it was Priscilla mentioned you know you can have a family of five kids and none of them are going to be the same you know and they all grow up in the same household the same way just almost exactly everything the same. And that's the way God has dealt to us. We are all different, and He has gifted us differently. So I want to encourage you, as you begin to look at this new year, to begin to seek God and to find out what's in your hand. What you have available that you can use or that God can use through you. Hallelujah. You know, all we have to do is be faithful to listen to what God says and take that which He's given us, And use it at his command. You know, it would have never done anything special if Moses wouldn't have cast it to the ground, as God said. It would have never been back to normal if he wouldn't have grabbed it. That would have never happened. We have to listen to God. Hallelujah. I want to take communion this morning with you, and I'm going to do it just a little bit differently. I'm going to have you come and get the elements, if I can do that. Um, If I can get a couple of the fellows to come up and... Hold some of the things here. We're going to... Are you going to be singing in the song? Okay. So what I'm going to ask you to do is the people on this side just come out one row at a time and get your elements. And I want you to remain in the area up here. If we can fit everybody up here. And Connie's going to be singing a song this morning as we do this. And I want you to listen carefully to the song because it's really a prayer... Uh, that the Lord gave me last night. So, if you will come and receive your elements. Just take your own.
1: Speak. Speak oh. True humanity, test. truths.
0: And continue to speak to us, Lord, as your church is being built. Hallelujah, Lord. That we might be perfect without spot or wrinkle before you, Lord, as we walk in your ways. Humbly before you. Father, we thank you for the great gift that you've given us. Salvation through the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And Lord, as we partake this morning. Lord, may you renew within us, Lord, that zeal. to accomplish your will. Let's partake of the body. Father, we thank you for the broken body of Jesus Christ that carries so much effectiveness for us, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we also thank you for the blood that was poured out, that perfect sacrificial blood that cleanses us, removes all sin. We love you and adore you, Lord, as we partake. Lord, may our hearts be stirred to your will and your ways this morning. Lord, as we go from this place, Lord, may we continue to listen so that as you speak, we will hear. We love you and honor you, give you praise this morning. Amen. You're dismissed.